What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode six of the Sneaker Sins podcast, where we discuss, debate, and dissect the sins and wins in the sneakerverse this week. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brett, and I'm here with my other co-hosts, Jason, Jalen, and Nabil. How are we today, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm glad your mic uh, just decided to increase in quality there midway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. Okay. <laughs> Didn't touch anything. That's weird. I, You know what's funny? I saw a red flash, so I don't know. That might have been... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe it just turned on. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So. The mic. Yeah. I, I've had a pretty fun week in the sense that, uh, it, you know what? The only thing better than shopping for your own sneakers is like helping your friends or talking to your friends about them buying their sneakers. So one of my buddies has been hitting me up on WhatsApp. He's been buying quite a bit lately. He got the, I, I didn't know this because obviously we haven't seen each other since COVID. But he bought the Bread 4s around the time The Last Dance came out. And Jason, this is the buddy that I told you about before that only had Jordan 1s and, uh, yeah, and, and Jordan 11s. No okay. shame on that, Jalen. No shame. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, he bought the Bread 4s. And then re more recently last week, he got the Infrared 4s, the Infrared 90, Air Max 90s. And he actually won the raffle on the Jordan 11 Jubilee. So... Man's had a heavy week, and uh, yeah, he was just we were just messaging all about that, and he's uh, trying to get some sneaker containers too. So I was talking about it, that with him on Amazon too. So pretty fun week for me personally. Secondhand excitement for your friends getting sneakers is also fun. So I can agree yeah, with that. Yeah, agree. It's funny you mentioned the Jubilees. I was actually out with Jason, socially distanced, earlier this week, and it was about I think like nine forty-five, maybe even ten o'clock at night. And I got a notification in one of the Facebook sneaker groups I'm in that the Jubilees had restocked at Foot Locker. And they sat online. I had a pair in my cart for five, six minutes before I'd ended up stealing it from my cart. And I just didn't want them bad enough. But they did have kind of a couple little mini restocks throughout the week on several retail uh, websites. So for anybody who wants them, keep your eyes open. Yeah, that's not too surprising. I think this is like one of those shoes that like people will not sleep on, but you know, it'll, it'll take like a minute to sell out. I agree. On that note, let's get down with today's topics. In case this is your first time listening to the Sneaker Sense podcast, what we typically do here is each co-host brings up a topic to discuss, and at the end of the week, we all discuss our big topics together. So, I'll probably go with Jalen first this week. Yeah, uh, this, or I guess for the listeners, what Nabil has for all of us on screen right now, it actually, they just posted this at six when we were supposed to record, and I had something else in mind. But when I saw these, I thought I had to talk about them. They are an Oregon Ducks off-white Jordan 1 PE. Um, these are just a mock-up, or at least that's what the article said. But they seem to be fairly official because it came from the official Oregon Ducks uh, social media websites. Nike did confirm that they were going to do something with them. So it might not exactly be these. But I think we've talked about how I feel about the Chicago's, but these I could get behind because I like Green Jordan ones. So I would be excited to see what comes from this. Obviously, because they would be a PE, they're going to be kind of hard to get, but. Just kind of hard to get, right? Yeah, you know, just kind of. <laughs> I can get behind these, but, you know, never going to own them. I don't know why, but like, I feel like the, um, 
what do, what do you call that? The the t the tag that goes on the laces. I feel like that should be yellow instead of green. Yeah, I I was actually thinking that too. Like maybe some accent. Like even if it was like the Air Jordan logo, like the Wings logo on the side was yellow or something. There's just too much green. It's like uneven. But these are so sick. Mm -hmm. Not as hype beastie as it gets though. But like I can appreciate it. <laughs> It does look like a quick mock-up because you can see a little inconsistency. So maybe, I mean, they did confirm these weren't exactly what was going to be how they look. So hopefully it's a little more balanced in the end, but. Is this just right. like pine? This is just a pine green 1.0 basically, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, with, with the off-white hits, but yeah. Well, of course, off with the off-white treatment, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, definitely a nice looking sneaker, but it's going to be very hard to attain. I'm guessing the resale is going to cross that $10,000 threshold at some point. And it's going to be super limited. And mm -hmm. someone's going to probably sell. It's true. Yeah. So if we're basing, you know, the projected resale on these based on other Jordan, Oregon PEs we've seen, I the fact that this has Virgil's hits on it and it's essentially an off-white one, I see these dropping... Uh, like this, these are going to be north of like eighteen to twenty five thousand a pair. What I think, like these will be way up there. Oh, oh, I like I can see these being almost twenty thousand dollars a piece because given like the regular ones are like eight to nine now anyway. I'm gonna base this off of the uh, Jordan Four Oregon Ducks because to me that's like the epitome of Oregon Jordans, especially because the Oregon Fives have been quote unquote retro, not really. But yeah, it's pretty much around that ballpark that you mentioned, Brett. Like, cause um, lowest cost I see here is fifteen thousand. Highest mm -hmm. cost I see here is twenty-two thousand, depending on the size. So, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Like again, I think it'll easily cross the ten thousand threshold. Probably, you're probably right. Probably in the higher, like higher tens, maybe low twenty thousands. I feel like it depends how it actually turns out, but I mean, just the off-white treatment alone could just push it over that. You're right. People, I, I feel like people's expectations for Jordans in terms of quality have just uh, gone down. Like they're okay with getting the lesser quality materials as long as it looks the, the part, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Steering away from the swoosh, moving on to Jason, I know for a fact that this topic has nothing to do with Nike. Talk to us about the New Balance. Or ASICs. What are you starting with? Our our friends over at Awake New York. I think I've mentioned them maybe once or twice already, but uh, it's like it's just like a streetwear brand run by Angelo Bach. I think is how you pronounce his last name. Who used to be like a brand director at Supreme. He's very connected and you know, and the shits with all these with all the cool kids of New York and whatnot. And this is his brand, which he started uh, a couple years ago. It's, it's a pretty young brand, but uh, just due to Angelo's, you know, great connections and uh, I guess history in the scene, he's been able to, you know, get a lot of really awesome and high profile collaborations off the ground quick. Last year, there was a collab with Montclair. He did like a whole collection with Carhartt. So some pretty, you know, big high profile things. Here we have a new collaboration with ASICS. On a pair of gel preliuses, prelius, if I'm not mistaken. To be honest, I'm not sure if this is uh, a new model or not, but I'm really, I'm really digging this, this colorway that they've thrown together. Awake always seems to kind of keep it pretty monochrome and neutral, but then we'll throw in some crazy color accent to kind of just spice things up a bit. 
So on this shoe, we have like a mostly silver or gray upper, and then we've got some interesting uh, vibrant green and blue here to kind of just give it some some pizzazz, uh, if you will. I also know that uh, Angelo is a big fan of, it seems like like a leopard like spot print. I'm not sure, but I've seen him apply this print uh, throughout a couple different collaborations and stuff. So it seems to almost be like an awake signature to some extent at this point. But we do uh, have this, it looks like a leopard spotted print pattern kind of over uh, throughout the certain like the underlay of the shoe it seems to just give it some more i guess depth and just make it more interesting but uh yeah really i i personally really like this shoe i think it's really neat and yeah it definitely stands out <laughs> the print kind of looks like butts are they but like <laughs> yeah. but yeah they look like they could be butts i thought they were maybe poppies at one point or something like i don't know it's kind of confusing i mean if they're butts that's kind of cool <laughs> their butts that's kind of cool i don't know for me personally I, i'd have to see this kind of in person just to see how flashy the silver is like i like silver i don't like uh too flashy silver no, uh, sure. except for yeah. the 97 silver bullets uh i, I don't know like it, it's definitely not the worst shoe i've ever seen but um and, and i love i really like the shape of the sole like i don't know i don't know why the shape of the sole looks very interesting to me yeah, the like, like the waves of the whatever, it just like flows real yeah. nice. Yeah, I feel like I could really love this if it was in a different color. But yeah, that's my opinion. I don't know. I don't hate these. They seem a little bit too circular, too chunky for me. I'm a huge fan of the Gel Keanu 5s he did that are now going for exorbitant prices on the aftermarket. So rip to that. But I don't know. I don't think I'd personally wear these. It's kind of a downgrade in my opinion compared to their previous collaborations the 3m's nice the uh the cayenne 05 like upper on the like all gel it's like a dusty purple and then a dusty green i think it's just they're more powdery versions of the colors that are on this one was that another awake ny collab or was that yeah. just okay let's see if i can pull it up yeah there's a pair that's silver and yeah, green. there you go very reminiscent of this with uh a, a, like a it looks like they took like the gel 9360 sole and threw it on the, yeah. on the live upper. I, I agree with Brett on this. That these give me some nice chlorophyll vibes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can, yeah, I can get with that green one for sure. I don't like the gold one at all. But. Yeah. Honestly, I don't like the blue and uh, green blocking on the shoe that Jason presented just because yeah. it, it kind of clashes in my opinion. This, the one, the, the one that I'm talking about, the Prelius seems kind of like, like a 2.0 or like a like a next version of that green and silver one, eh? Yeah. yeah. It definitely follows a similar theme. Yeah, like a similar. Um, I just think, I don't know, I mean, and, and like you said last week, man, it's one of those situations where you have to hold them in hand because, you know, pictures don't do shoes justice. That's true. Um, and I feel like I'm getting kind of like too much of an aqua – you know, I, I don't know. It just seems super fluorescent, super 80s to me, which is kind of a turnoff. But in hand, if those colors are a little bit more muted, I, I could see myself at least buying them. I don't know if they'd be for the toe, but yeah, it'd be cool to have them in the collection. I don't hate them. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it, it looks like a flashy runner shoe, which is kind of part of ASIC's brand in a sense. Yeah. So that makes sense. Absolutely. So like we were talking about before, we'll finish off with that New Balance news. Okay, uh, next up, we have another New Balance collaboration. Big surprise here. 
this time with European, I, I think specifically Italian boutique and retailer by the name of One Block Down. Personally, I've never heard of these uh, this shop or these guys before, but probably have a pretty big presence in Italy and Europe. So what we have here is uh, a pair of two New Balance classics. We have the 1500 and the 991. Yes, that is correct. Done up in, you know, some typical, very muted color palette, uh, very in line with New Balance, you know, what New Balance likes to do. The only thing that really makes these kind of pop and stand out is the embroidery hits that they've applied to, it seems, the, the toe box. And I also think the heel counter. The Rome, we have a Rome embroidery on the toe of the 991, it seems. On the back of the 1500, we have, oh, so my apologies, the 991 is the Milan. So we have a pair that represents Milan, and that's the 991. And then we have a pair that's supposed to represent Rome in the 1500, the 1500 model. And they seem to be like a very light gray or maybe almost cream. It seems like we're almost entering the cream realm here again. Like Brett was saying, you know, it's kind of hard to tell colors to get the real like tone of color in certain pictures. So you kind of have to maybe see them in person, especially for stuff that's super tonal like this. These look awesome. The The release images we've got are, are, some, are some great in motion, like motion blurred pics of runners wearing these shoes. And from what I can see, they look super premium and just exactly what we'd expect from kind of something from New Balance. I'm fucking with these heavy. So I'm going to go on record on the pod right now. Y'all can take notes. Two pairs minimum each. <laughs> two pairs each. It's two not pairs hard. I want each. Brett will not get two pairs of these each. He will not. <laughs> I'll have one. <laughs> you tell me where he but will I not. want to. Oh, the 1500s okay. especially. There's a lot of things I want, bro. The, the 1500s especially. The 991s yeah. are cool. Yeah, sure. I'm not the biggest fan of the 991. The 1500s are far superior, in my opinion. I think uh, the, I like I like the 991 in this uh, way, way more. I think the 1500 right now. Sorry? Brett, you're manifesting it for 2021? <laughs> Who knows at this point? I don't know. I, I got some mixed feelings about this. So the New Balance 1500 is a model that I've always admired from afar, and it is on the list. I'm not sure I would get this particular colorway or model or iteration of it just because I already have the classic gray 990, and I feel like once you have one New Balance classic, Great no. colorway. So, so no. So, false. No. Uh, no. Castle Rock, everything. You need Castle Rock. Yeah. Everything. everything needs to be Castle Rock. I want more diverse. I'm sorry. I'm all about diversity in the shoe collection. So, I like the the, the weirder colorways. Like if, in my opinion, if, if I could have any iteration of the 1500, I, I would want the, uh, the animal print one. There's actually two versions of the animal print one. Either one I'd be happy with. The 991. Honestly, I have trouble like Sorry. separating this version from the 992. And again, I already met my 992 quota, so I'm okay with it. That being aside, they're beautiful sneakers, like unbiasedly. But it's just... so good, man. Yeah, the toe box is super cool on the 991s, but they just seem I don't know, they're just like they're just thick in the trunk kind of, you know? They've they've got dumpers on the heels. I just feel yeah. like you're you're, it's almost like you're wearing high heels in them. They just seem so elevated at the heel, and it always turns me off. 
they do be thick. Fifteen hundred embroidery on the toe of the fifteen hundred in red like that is is so fire, man. Yeah, yeah. The hot red, uh, the hot red stitching or embroidery. Is Rome. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Let's stop talking about these. Kind of wish that the the collab was a bit bigger in the sense that not only did it have a pair that said Rome on the side, but like you know, like every major European country. That that would be oh. kind of crazy to see. Jeez, that'd be crazy. I, dude, I'd imagine something like this. I don't know what it says in terms of the literature and, and the release, but some release like this for a boutique that I've never heard of. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be a rather exclusive release. So yeah. yeah, don't like don't think you're getting your hands on these. Yeah, yeah. For the listeners, the posting yeah. says that it'll be available wow. exclusively at one block down a sneaker retailer that i have never heard of that's what i'm saying so this is the the, the retailer that's the collaboration with is one block down and i've never heard of them so they're probably like smaller i mean it's not like i i've heard of sneakers and stuff and i know that's european based but you know those are like the huge guys so yeah. definitely like you know i'd imagine like a livestock size thing probably even smaller but on the smaller on, yeah on the european side of things you know what i'm saying like i can't oh. imagine in Italy no has heard of livestock, right? So I'd imagine it's a similar situation with this. Well, it was like, was it when the airships, the 35th anniversary airship, the breads that dropped earlier this year? The only store, I think, on the entire planet was this little bodega called, I think it was called Backdoor or something. And everybody was saying they'd never heard of this place. But for some reason, I don't know if there's a connection or not, but they were the only store in the world to get stock. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah they only released at one store. That's that's weird. I feel like I follow these guys on Instagram backdoor. Like it just sounds familiar. Is it French? Is it a French? Uh... uh, no, I thought it was Italian too. I could be wrong. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So this week we were blessed with all the new hums of Man on the Moon three. Speaking of Kid Cudi, <laughs> Nabs, take it away. I messaged you guys about this last week after we recorded the pod, but Adidas announced earlier last week that they were releasing a sneaker in collaboration with Kip Cuddy. This collaboration takes shape in a high top, also known as the Vadawam 326. The sneaker is actually named after uh, Cuddy's daughter, which I thought was really cool. It's meant to draw inspiration from the artillery high and some NASA vibes as well. So there's some astronaut themes in it as well. It's releasing on December 17th. I believe it'll be available at the very least in the U.S., not sure about Canada, in two colorways, a core black and a core white colorway for 180 USD. Now, normally, I'd just put this in the category of your standard snowboarding boot high-top sneaker like we've done in the past with Puma. But I, I don't know about this one. The details of the sneaker and how it looks on foot with Cuddy wearing it in the product shots just give me a different vibe. I just kind of like them, but at the same time, I kind of feel like you have to be an extremely aesthetic human being to pull them off. There's also this small detail of the Adidas logo just being placed on the tongue of the sneaker diagonally. And I don't know why, but I, I thought that was pretty sick. But yeah, what do you guys think? Our resident uh, Adidas correspondent has been talking about just how Cuddy has been you know, signed by Adidas for a while now, if I'm not mistaken. The initial news that, you know, Cuddy was partnering with uh, Adidas, I think came out, man, I, is it 2015? I don't think it was that long ago. I but think it, it was, I think it was 2016. It might've been, yeah, almost pushing five years now. And you're like, okay, yeah. awesome, big release news at the time. It was huge news. And then uh, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't heard diddly squat 
from Adidas and Kid Cudi in forever. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Didn't even know he was signed to Adidas until like last month or whatever when they started just doing all the release stuff for this. Was there a product before this that he was pushing or he had something? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, that is, that is, that's why I felt like I, I saw him doing something very recently. It's because he did. He actually worked on an artillery high. They did an artillery high mm. like last week, like two weeks ago, bro. Oh, really? And that yeah. wasn't this shoe? Because they mentioned yeah, the artillery No, no. Okay. So this, this is a, this is a completely original silhouette, which is amazing to see in here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm elated for Cuddy that he's getting like that. They got to design his own silhouette. Yeah. I'm seeing something on Hypebeast from November 4th. Yeah, it's a full artillery high collection. It seems there's at least three pairs here. And the artillery high is one of the, oh man, this is a classic, I think, from Adidas archives here. One of the first shoes to have torsion in it. So, you know, this is an archive model for sure and and uh, a big deal. The more I'm seeing these, honestly, pretty dope. My only problem is like, I'm really not a high top dude. And these look like super high. And they're not like, like balanced high you know what i'm saying like i feel like jordan one is a very balanced high top you know because like i obviously this is like the high top of high tops what other high tops are we going to discuss skate highs sure you know what i'm saying like a jordan one is like i feel like a very balanced high top it doesn't seem like unproportionately high with the rest of the shoe kind of thing you know i just googled the image of the artillery high while you were talking i agree with you like normally it's too high of a shoe and normally like I'm the type of person that doesn't want the tongue of my sneaker covered with the with the pants that I'm wearing. But this one image that I just happened to find, they're fresh. Uh, I'm agreeing great. with you. If yeah, you them, if you and, and bro, this is the same with Jordans. Like, what what's the way to wear Jordans now? How does everybody? How do all the cool kids on Garden and Seeds wear their Jordans? Tongues out, bro. Tongues no, out. absolutely not. You hide that yeah. shit on the biggest fucking loosest pair of pants you can fucking find. All right. Well, I'm a I'm an uncultured swine. So yeah, no offense, Nabs, but like <laughs> you're a shoe guy, but you're not like a clothes guy, right? Exactly. That's fair to say. Brett, Jalen, like y'all are fresh. Like, not to say the Nabs are fresh, but you're not saying, <laughs> Wait, like, what? Brett, how do you take that as a compliment? Am I allowed to appreciate that? You can I'll take allow it. Yeah, I'll that one. You hide them under like the flowiest, biggest pair of pants you can find. Correct. It's yeah, true. I mean, most of my pants, believe it or not, are actually women's pants because I like my stuff so flowy and large. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. You're right, for sure. Wide leg pants and trousers. That's oh, phenomenal. If you yeah. tuck the artilleries under some nice big pants, they could be fresh. I really like, so really like how this model looks without the crazy high top. Like I'm a big fan of the torsion, the retro torsion aspect of this. The ZX vibes obviously are like real because it's just like a borderline looks like a ZX, but they made a high top of it. Anyways, that's all to say that uh, this was, I'd imagine a big inspiration for his new Wampa or Vampa, the Wampa, whatever the heck it's called, the Vatawam 320. I also think it says in the literature that like this model is inspired by the like artillery high and stuff, you know? It, so, it is. Uh, yeah. I think I mentioned that it's modeled by the artillery high, but with a bit of a outer space, uh, outer space twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally catch that vibe. Uh, I have the same commentary with these, which I have the artillery, which is just like, they're like too high almost for me, bro. They're like too sky high. Tucked under some pants, they could be fresh, but here Cuddy's displaying them, uh, you know, tongue fuck big time so that you could flex the whole group. <laughs> I don't hate these. I don't have too much of an opinion on these yet. I'd like to see them in person. I'd also like Adidas to whip together a low top for me, please. Thank you. 
But nobody goes to the moon in low tops. Yeah, Did well, we can be a first, fam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, it's named after his daughter because this is a stupid name, in my opinion. The Vada. <laughs> No, you just insulted him. It's just personal now. No, his daughter's name is not the name of the shoe. It's just like incorporated in there. So don't worry. This is not a direct. Oh, I thought you were just like flaming the daughter. The name of the shoe is dumb. Do you guys like the name of the shoe? Like, you don't have to be nice. You can just tell. It tripped me up, I'll admit, but I just thought it was like a creative thing. Yeah, I think it's I'm not mad at it at all. It sounds whack. I don't know what it sounds like. Wham, it sounds. Vada whack. Vada wham. It, sound, it sounds like like a fucking vegan like uh, like uh, supplement you want me to take or something. <laughs> I'm more curious about where the three two six comes from. Yeah, me that, too. That's that's a good point. Probably some archive reference to something. I would hope that'd be cool. Uh, Maybe but it's an area code. His daughter's know. name is Vada, right? I do not know. And that's why he named it the Vada Wham. And the fact that he tossed a Wham on the end for some reason, I don't know. Oh, because that's the start of her middle name. It's Vada yeah. Wham. Ween Mescuddy. Okay, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. So it's the so... first names. That's pretty cool. Brett and Jalen, did Jason insult her name? Question mark. Uh, that's what I'm yeah. saying. You know, it was Absolutely. in the same, it was in the same order too. Like it spells out the same way. I'm calling that personal. Sure, it's personal. I don't care. It, Cuddy ain't gonna hey, Cuddy, if, if, if you're listening, you have my deepest sympathies. <laughs> um, it would have been cool if it was like Vada, the Vada Cuddy or the Vada Mess or something. I don't know. Like incorporate your name as well if you can, your last name. That'd be cool, I think. Or if you just called it the Vada 326, that would have been way cooler. I kind of like Vada Wham. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the it's memorable. So I can agree on that standpoint. I'm a little shook still. That it's actually her name, and Jason, you might have just flamed this girl, but well, I knew it was her name before, so like I double flamed her then in that case. Like, what? I'm over it. Double down. Yeah, I appreciate the finer details of this, but now if I ever buy this shoe, I'll just remember that time Jason said that I can't dress on the pod. But whatever, I'm not mad. You're mad. It was uh, yeah, that was he's heated tonight, so I'm gonna keep myself calm. I don't want to get insulted. <laughs> Cause I know I'm next, but yeah, staying on the topic of Adidas. Um, I actually have an update for all the listeners, uh, regarding last week's pod. And if you haven't listened to last week's pod, what the fuck are you doing? Go listen to last week's pod, but the Mizen Adidas ZX 8,000 the auction has since closed and they have sold uh, for a whopping 126,000 us dollars. That's crazy. So we were talking about these. They've got the handcrafted and hand-painted porcelain uh, components, including that of a porcelain torsion bar in the sole unit. These, I mean, we're not going to go back on another tangent about these because we have previously, but these are stunning in every aspect. And uh, I think, you know, shouts out Adidas and Mizen for making a product that sold for that much money. I don't know if this is all private bidding. I don't know if this is like for charity, but yeah. Definitely super cool. Shouts out them on getting those sold. This sneaker is so beautiful. I'm going to save an image for my desktop background. Yeah, they're quite fun to look at. In your Yu-Gi-Oh folder, Nubio? Yo, don't question this, Chandler. <laughs> don't question it. I'm a man of many tastes. <laughs> don't worry about it. 
So yeah, I uh, I wasn't reading too much into the uh, into the headline. I kind of just saw it in passing, and I we also had uh, said resident Adidas correspondent tell us this in a group chat as well. I, I want to know who they got sold to. I'd love to know the buyer. Uh, see if they're going to end up like somewhere where we can maybe see them. I don't know if they're yeah, going to go back yeah. to a museum of sorts or if it's going to be private ownership. But you know, if 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 an establishment maybe purchased them where they're going to be up for display, I think that would be super cool. So yeah. uh, hopefully there's more news on that out. I don't know if it is or not. I just haven't checked. If this is anything like the people who buy like the Jordan memorabilia, like the OG stuff, then it's probably going to someone's private collection and whether or not we ever see it again is uh, up in the air. Yeah, I would probably be gravitating towards that too. Sorry to burst any bubbles. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. So as we all know, Christmas is around the corner. I know with quarantine and the said pandemic, uh, it may not feel like it. I'm not necessarily in too much of a festive mood. I've been, my Christmas tree has been lit for about a week, so, but it hasn't been working much, but yeah, Christmas 10 days away. Holy cow. And Christmas lists specifically it's about that time of the year. If we were all in the office, we'd be doing our secret Santas, whether you're a student or working somewhere. And we thought it only appropriate today to bring up, a sneakerhead secret Santa list last minute for everybody listening out there. So essentially how we're going to work it, there's no really, you know, concrete rules or anything of the sorts, just semi affordable slash practical gifts that a sneakerhead would appreciate. So I think we'll probably start with Jason. Boom. Okay. Let's get it rocking. So yeah, I mean, you guys can take these and, you know, just to kind of help you give some ideas for, what that one sneakerhead in your life might appreciate or whatever. And we've got a nice variety, I think, of products and price points here that we're going to talk about. So, so yeah, that's nice. So the first thing I wanted to uh, bring up, and I, I have this, this, this little kit, actually, I bought it a while ago, is, and I mean, any product by this company is going to be great for a sneakerhead. The second I say the company, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But this is uh, Jason Mark, of course. So anything by Jason Mark, you probably know if you're a sneakerhead, pertains to like the maintenance, if you will, of your shoes, more of like a premium brand, I think as well. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, founded by a Canadian, I'm pretty sure Jason is Canadian. So that's also dope. But this one kit that I'm referring to specifically here is the suede cleaning kit. And this can be bought for a mere $17 on Deadstock. It's a small kit, a two piece kit. It comes with a little suede cleaning brush and a little, they call it a suede eraser. And I think it's essentially, pretty sure it's just a piece of crep. So if you've ever- owned confirmed. A, if you've ever owned a pair of Clark, Clarks, Desert Boots, Wallabies, whatever, you're probably very familiar with that uh, yellow uh, gummy sole. Uh, that is referred to and known as crep. And is, I'm pretty sure, like a naturally occurring material, if I'm not mistaken, like that's- harvested from some form of tree or something i'm not certain on that don't take my word for it but you can go look it up i'm pretty sure it is natural so basically what they did was they just like cut out a rectangle of this crep stuff and it's the quote-unquote suede eraser now when i first bought this um i was like okay i'll try it out I'll try this eraser on some suede. Seems like kind of like a bad idea. Like I'm just going to start aggressively rubbing my suede with this piece of rubber. And since, to be honest, I've never uh, exactly used it on suede, but I will say it is a formidable 
sole and midsole eraser. Fuck the suede eraser. I don't know why that's a thing or they are trying to market it as such or whatever. I don't know if they've tried this on a sole or they thought about this, but um, if you ever have like, you know, some really hard to get out scuffs and marks on your, your white soles, your cream soles, I take this bad boy uh, pretty aggressively to the sole and it, like what it says, it erases the mark and it's awesome, man. I would definitely suggest it for that reason. The brush they've used very minimally. It's to kind of just, you know, provide some nap back to the suede and give it back that, you know, ideally new kind of feel where it's got a little bit of hairiness to it. But other than that, it could just be used, I think, as a general purpose brush. It's a nice soft bristle brush. And yeah, just a little first product there can be got for very, very affordable and I think would go a long way for a sneakerhead. I'm just blaming everyone today, Jason. Just, I don't know if they actually tried it on a sole, but you know. Yeah, well, I don't know. But I, I, it, yeah, it seems stupid to try and market this to clean suede because, like, I don't know why. Anyways, whatever. I just hope that no kid ever tried to, like, clean their suede sneakers with, like, the bottom of a Clark or something. Oh, my God. That, that's the oh, thing. Like, this thing, this crep eraser, it gets gucked up pretty quick because whatever you're erasing kind of goes onto that. So, like, if you use it once on a suede upper, it's going to be kind of gross. And then what? Am I using this gross eraser on another suede? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. When I had my uh, season two crep boots, yeah. I can attest to that. Man, they got dirty so right? fast. They did not. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't off. say they didn't wear well because they kind of look good beat up. But, like, that crep after, like, I'll say one Canadian winter of wear. And that's not even oh. in the snow. Not even in the snow. Like, they're black. Yeah. Yeah. How how do you find uh, like you like you mentioned recently, uh, Brett? You just got a pair of those uh, awesome end wallabies. Yep, complete with crepe sole. Um, yep. How are they? They're not too gross yet, I'd imagine. No, um, so they came to me like worn once on like like indoors, so they were essentially dead stock. So any of the dirt that's on them has been me, and there's barely yep. any on the bottoms anyway. Okay. I think yeah. I was talking to you off pod, but I'm actually gonna bring them to either a cobbler. I, I maybe they can do it. And I'm actually going to get a Vibram outsole to place on the actual outsole on the shoe uh, oh, just cool. to kind of extend its life. And I figured like a Vibram sole on a crap. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool maybe. Yeah, I like um, that. And yeah, so I mean, you're thinking like with how thin that layer of crap is on the outsole. I mean, they're going to, you know, that's like like two years of wear tops before they're fried. Um, so yeah, I just thought why not? No, absolutely. What, what, what Vibram sole would you go with one of those Ripple boys? I honestly hadn't thought about it too much. I just saw, I actually had this friend who did it on a pair of, I know you're not going to like this, but did it on a pair of Rick Dunks because they were so old. He brought a, he brought a pair of uh, Vibram outsoles to a cobbler and he had it done on his. They look super cool. So it kind of just gave me the idea. Dope. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. I, I, I've seen that done. I've seen a couple like gram accounts that are like, you know, DIY gram accounts and stuff. And I've seen a couple instances of guys. Yeah. Taking a Vibram outsole. Cause you can just like buy Vibram outsoles. Like, it's, it's Vibram's whole fucking thing. They just make souls. I see a lot of people doing it. There's a lot of YouTubers I see doing yeah. it well, just putting Vibram outsoles and stuff. I think it was like Ray Mia, yeah. guy that I follow. He was, uh, he was doing it on his, I think his geo baskets or dunks as well. It's, it's a super popular thing. Yeah, yeah, and I always see them do it with the usually with the ripple sole. You know yep. what I'm talking about when I say that. Like the, soft tooth, the sawtooth one. Yep. Yeah, I fuck with that sole. It's a cool sole. But what what were we what were we just talking about? I know we were talking about the the cleaning kit, but the yeah. brush. So you were recommending how it looks on soles. 
Do you want me to do my second item or do we want to go around a bit? Like, why don't we go around a bit? Sure. So yeah, I think last time when we rotated, it was, it, it was nice, easier on the listeners. Yeah. And maybe, you know what, if start off with your cheaper one and then we'll do the more expensive one after. How's that sound? Okay. Who's next? So I did my cheapest one and who wants to go next with their cheapy? Both of mine are like somewhere around the same price point, but I know for sure this one will be cheaper for the most part. I, j- I just decided to go straight up with sneakers because uh, I figured you guys would cover the accessories portion. And also, like, I, I want to save the chat for sneaker containers for another episode. Oh, God. But- <laughs> Fucking <hate> uh, containers. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it'll make a great episode. But anyway, the first thing I'm recommending for a like, Christmas gift is, uh, in my opinion, a very underappreciated pair of sneakers. It's the Adidas ZX8000 in Vapor Pink. So these actually came out, I want to say, a week or two before the first Adidas A to ZX uh, sneakers came out, or around the same time. And I wasn't sure if they were actually part of the event or not, but I, I've since found that they're found out that they're not. And yeah, like they just they haven't really sold despite being like a solid colorway. And um, believe it or not, these sneakers actually look a lot better in hand than they mm-hmm. do in these photos a buddy of mine purchased them the first month that they released and really? he sent the picture yeah he sent the picture oh, yeah. of me and other friend and i was just i was amazed by how much better they looked in person really now yeah, you're so even more because i've wanted these the whole time i love this colorway i think it's so good i agree so with you. yeah and the, killed the, it. the pink and the um the toe area for some reason like that color combination just it, it vaguely reminds me of the guava Jordan fours, like just vaguely. And I know that totally. this is in no way a substitute, but yeah, like it, it gives me the same vibe, which I just thought was really cool. So I I've debated personally about buying these a lot. So right now they're priced at $112 Canadian uh, at dead stock. I'm sure if you look around or even if you're willing to wait till boxing day, they'll go down even further. Yeah. These, yeah. these things were $88 on black Friday last month. I was really tempted to get them too. Oh, they were? oh yeah. Damn. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be picking these up at some point. You can bet your bottom on that. Yeah. And like, uh, please uh, make sure you talk about like what you think of them on the pod as well. But yeah, like in my opinion, if you're an Adidas guy, if you're, if you're a ZX guy, like this is a no brainer. And if you're not a ZX guy, this is a very affordable way to like, you know, dip your toe into that pond. Love the pun. Yeah, they have all the sizes available too on that stock. I'm surprised. Yeah, full size run. So initially, when that shoe came out, actually, when we were ta- I was talking with our Adidas correspondent. Like when I say Adidas, you know, this guy, when we say is the Adidas guy, like he's the Adidas guy. Okay, guys. Nine hundred like, pairs. We're talking like nine hundred pairs. We're talking all of them Adidas. We're talking Adidas. insurance policy. Okay, so when when we're talking like our our Adidas man's, like he's our Adidas man's. All right. Like I'll paint a quick picture, quick. Three bedroom condo, and only two of the bedrooms have people in it because the third one is just shoes. There you go. All right, we're talking insurance policy, okay? Um, base. So our our uh, our um, Adidas uh, correspondent, when these initially came out, was saying that he thought they were a SNS. I think they were announced maybe or something like that as an SNS exclusive. And that wasn't the case. So I think he jumped on them really quick initially because he thought they were an SNS exclusive and was surprised that when they came to .ca, I think when they initially came to .ca or something like that, maybe it was Soul, some Soul Stop or some other Canadian retailer 
they sold out of their quick of the like very quickly, rather quickly of the initial run they had got, I guess. And then like it seems everyone's re-upped and no one gives a shit anymore. So great for us who are trying to get them on the low, right, Nab? So whatever. Yeah, for sure. So to recap for the listeners, that is the Adidas Original ZX 8000 in the Vapor Pink colorway. This is on livestock.ca, 112 CAD, full-size run. In terms of footwear, I think this beats anybody else's suggestions. I don't think you can top this. This is a deal. And I, too, co-signed these. I've wanted these for a long time as well. And I think they dropped like mid-ish summer to your original yeah. hot maps. I think it was like June, maybe. I remember being pretty hot out yeah. when, when these released. It, it was around the same time, if not right before, like when the um, ZX Atmoses dropped or like the Irax, whichever one was the very first A to ZX shoe release. It was like right before that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Jalen. This is technically my most expensive uh, on my picks, but it could be your cheapest if you made it yourself. Uh, it's a basketball planter that Bodega Row sells. Uh, they're actually from the States, but I know lots of people in Toronto have been kind of making these as well. Um, and if you buy just the regular color, um, like an orange basketball, then it's 90 bucks from Bodega. I couldn't find the ones that I wanted to from Toronto, but I know Makeway has also been selling them. But they could also be really cheap if you make them yourself. And I have, so can confirm that. But these are just really cool around the house. Uh, I painted mine white, so it matches my kind of aesthetic. But I thought a sneakerhead who also likes plants, and as we said uh, off pod, Brett, these are things that you need to be validated on social media. You need plants <laughs> and shoes. And you like, your plants in like, a nice plant project. But like, but like actually, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yo, Jalen, stupid question. Um, just because it didn't actually illicitly state as such in the description, is this an actual basketball or is it a pot that it's actually a basketball? So I'm a okay. little surprised at the price point from them. I love their oh, other thing, stuff. Yeah. They, sell, they sell like cement planters that are shaped like shoes, and I love them. Those I feel like are priced appropriately. This not so sure, especially because I made mine out of a dead basketball that like super Fair. worn out the okay. on. all right if it comes with like all the chains and like it looks like they've like put metal eyelets in there like i guess i can understand that you know i think it does come with all the chains and stuff right it does but you could you could still do that yourself i, I don't know i imagine Jalen, you have very good diy skills come on Oh, you can. So I can confirm. You can do that yourself. If you weren't so inclined, then you could buy it from them, uh, which still dope. Like they offer a bunch of colorways and like all, all these pictures. Look great. Is, this, is this like a Canadian thing? This is Bodega Rose, the guys that you were talking about in Stack Market. No. So these guys are in New York. Uh, Stack oh. Market um, is Makeway. They also sell these from someone who does them in Toronto. Uh, they are sold out from there right now. But, I've seen these um, guys on the gram. I've seen this person on the gram. Yes. Mm -hmm. The big, like, cement shoe. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. No. Look, look. Lil Michaela's there. Sick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, it's if you enjoy DIY projects, then this is your vibe. And hopefully, you can share that with a loved one. Yeah. I'm also my favorite brand of all time. Uh, Chinatown Market has recently dropped like a bat a deflated basketball dish kind of thing i don't know if you guys saw that at all but it was like 
you can imagine if you have a basketball that's not pumped up at all, it kind of creates a like a dish shape. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It creates a bowl. So they made one out of like porcelain that looks like that or whatever. I don't know. It's like a hard material and kind of cool. cool. Yeah. You know, just like a key bowl or whatever, something you'd have in the entrance maybe to toss your keys in or your wallet when you come in, you know. All for the DIY projects, sure. Again, yeah, you can, can make that. yeah, you can make that too. Exactly, guys. There you go. Last minute gifts. <laughs> so my cheaper pick of uh, of our two was actually the idea was given to me by one of you guys last week. And I think it was Jalen who was talking about it. Yes, because you were reading your dad's sneaker freaker magazines. And I thought, I haven't had a sneaker magazine subscription in ages. And so earlier today, I was looking this up and sneaker freaker still does actual paper magazine subscriptions of their weekly issues, which I think is so cool. It looks like you get one a week and it's only 40 US dollars for, I believe, a 10 issue subscription, which is obviously 10 weeks. Super cool. I don't know who's really sitting down and reading a paper magazine these days. I would interpret it as being, you know, a quick flip through and then a, and then a coffee table essential. Yeah, um, but you know, super cool. Uh, you could tie it in with your whole, you know, plant aesthetic as well. So like to somebody listening that has, you know, like a big room of cash to work with, you know, you could get Jalen's gift and my gift together. That'd be pretty cool. Have but, a lit feed. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to like really ball out or something like that. But yeah, I thought this was really cool. Um, you know, so rarely you see paper magazines. So so fast on gardens and seeds. It's crazy. Yeah. You guys want to be featured on some cool kid Instagram pages? Like I have been. <sighs> gardens and garden and seeds reposted the one that I put of uh, the bread oh, for the plant. Take notes, guys. Plant in the picture. It's the only. It's the only picture on my feed that has a plant in it. The only. It's the only way you're getting the gardens and seeds. Man. Pages. I'm, I'm taking the notes. Make sure there's plants behind me in photos. Got it. Yeah. Plants, uh, plants uh, self-care quotes. Oh, you're never in the pictures. No, no, no. You're never supposed to be in the pictures. You know, it's cover the tongues, Mabel. You holding things or and like cover the motherfucking tongues. Faces mm -hmm. that you're in, or just like you know, incense. Like just your pants or something. Like yeah. you're never supposed to show your face, fam, because you're way too. Uh, everyone's way too ugly to be on these. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Was that shots at me? No, it's just shots at. Because you know, like, but you said I was stylish earlier, and now you're attacking all the stylish people. And Yo, Jason's just gone full Yosemite Sam. He's just like firing shots. He doesn't know where he shoots. Fire shot at everybody. You know, oh, like, no. like. But yeah, I don't know. What I wanted to ask you guys: Would you actually take the time to sit down and read through a paper magazine in 2020? I, I mean, I would. I just I don't know I don't if. Know, I, don't I would. I do. Honestly, yeah, I you do. Not sneaker freaker i'm not gonna lie like i just like having like physical things you know what i'm saying so uh, sure. a sneaker freaker sub sounds dope i do too but like for my collections of things i like to make sure they have a nice space to be shown off in and i just i don't have that right now in my, my very board. understandable that's very understandable to you, uh nabs yeah. you want to be able to like display it nicely as opposed to just have yeah. it all it's the difference between a collector and a curator you know what i'm saying yeah I guess that's true. You're right. If you can't display them nicely, you're not ending up on these feeds. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think what we're going to do is flip it back around, go through everybody's second picks from what I gathered pre pod. I'm assuming that everybody's second pick is a little bit more on the pricier side, a little bit more expensive. So, this is for all you listeners that are either buying for somebody special, perhaps, or you just have a bigger wallet than I do. 
take that as you will. Uh, and we'll go back to NABs. And uh, I am liking the title of the address that I'm seeing here. Uh, yeah, so for the more expensive gift, um, and I just wanted to pick something that also had some meaning behind it. So again, I stuck with not only a pair of shoes, but a set of shoes. So recently, Pharrell Williams announced that he'd be doing a series of shoes to support his Black Ambition initiative. So obviously, 2020 has been a, a very impactful year for the Black community, and Pharrell wanted to do something that uh, not only reflects that, but also supports the uh, Black community. So I believe a portion of these proceeds, if not all, are going straight back into the Black community through various nonprofits. So the actual shoes involved with this, and the link I pulled up, of course, doesn't have it, but it's a set of different shoes. So it's essentially every shoe model that Pharrell has ever touched with Adidas is getting an all-Black human-made treatment. So that includes the recent boost slides that includes the superstar the solar hues the ultra boost so all of uh, there i think there's a total of 10 different adidas models there's only four available right now on dead stock i, I believe close to a dozen sneaker models that are getting these all black treatments with human made branding on it and i just thought that was sick the price range really varies anywhere north of 130 Canadian, all the way up to probably 300 Canadian. So very much up to the person who they want to, what they want to get. Me personally, if I was to get one, the solar hues, I've been told are more comfortable than Ultra Boost. I cannot personally validate that. I've just been told that by different sneaker YouTubers. So I would personally want to grab a pair of these and they're, all the shoes are all black. So everyone needs at least one pair of all black sneakers in my opinion. Those are pretty clean. I'm super on board with this initiative. Um, I was reading about this earlier on Instagram, uh, so I didn't delve into it too much. But yeah, it's a super cool initiative, as I said. Uh, I believe it's also in support of Latino communities as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I missed that. Me on that. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, super cool stuff. Uh, I definitely want to do some more reading on this, but I think this is a super great cause. Uh, I know they described it as leveling the playing field for future generations, which we need and I'm all for. And I'm just really excited to see the product that they push out. I don't know if all 10 models are unveiled. Like I said, I've only seen the four that you've shown me here. I don't know to what extent we know all the models or not, but they're all going to be all black colorways, right? Yeah, they're all okay. all black, even down yeah. to the school. And okay. uh, I'm just looking at the Ultra Boost right now. And if you're a, if you were a sneakerhead in 2015 and you were out here for some all black Ultra Boost, these are uh, these are pretty clean, especially with yeah. the hue triangle human made. Uh, if you like the hue hits, yeah, yeah, the, the hue hit on the heel, like these are very clean. Yeah, I was looking into this a little bit um, just when you posted the link uh, just prior to us recording Nabs and. Uh, yeah, super awesome initiative. I think it's like going to be some kind of annual recurring. I don't know if it's a scholarship, but it seems to be some kind of fund that they're going to use to help like fund specific projects. I was going on their website and they have like it's it's all application process based. It seems so like application. It's like the open applicate open application session right now. I think that closes at the end of January or something, and then. By mid next year, they will have picked some participants in this program, I think, to fund the idea or whatever. Um, again, like Brett mentioned, I should probably do some more reading up on this. But from what I gathered, uh, just from br uh, briefly going over their website, uh, yeah, 
uh, seems like some kind of scholarship or something like that to work on a, an idea. The website also was stunning, in my opinion. Um, so anybody is into cool web design, stuff like that. I definitely encourage you to check out the website that they have created for this. I'm pretty sure it was at the bottom of the link, but super dope. Boy, guys, check the website out. Like, Brett, you like websites? Go check the website out. Jail, go check <laughs> so the website like out. I'm fucking serious. It's a sick website. Like, I'm not even joking. Let's see if I can pull it up really quick here. Like, they're just like, bro, it's so cool. It's like you're in space and stuff. And then, like, yeah, it's the blackambitionprize.com. Blackambitionprize.com for you listeners at home. Okay, so we've got a little loop playing here. Yeah, so we get to, you know your classic. Uh, okay. Okay, so this is like a case study almost by the looks of it. Like a yeah. Sure. It gives off like heavy case study vibes, like a presentation almost, which I'm with. It's really cool. It's like a, it's one scroll through websites. You know, it's like a it's yeah. Like a, that's what I mean by it. It's just it kind of it's good for reading top to bottom. Like if I feel like I would sit down and read all of that. Yeah, it's like an Apple product page. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I just thought they did a really good job in terms of laying it out, the graphics, the movement of things when you're, you know, scrolling through and whatnot. Um, yeah, just really cool. Timeline, all that jazz. Anyways. Amazing. Yeah, isn't it isn't it great, guys? It's so cool. Um, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I fanboy over the website so hard. So for my secondary pick, honestly, my second pick is the quote unquote more expensive of the two, but it's not even that expensive. It's still a sub one hundred dollar pick, guys. So very affordable for all of you out there. Honestly, it's only $65 here. What I'm talking about, of course, is the Hoka One One recovery slides. Um, we probably mentioned Hoka once or twice on one of the past pods, but if you haven't checked those out or aren't familiar, uh, Hoka One One is a, if I'm not mistaken, French running brand. I want to say that was created by some like old designers at Solomon, which is also French. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, uh, a great performance footwear brand out of Europe. Initially, I think like their their big their main big seller and like what they're known for is their performance running shoes, which are not like fashion sneakers by any means or that that cool. You, like you, you really have to have uh, quite the eye to to mess with these kind of thing. They're just like you know your classic um, like New Balance or Asics or Saucony like performance runners, where this is like for your dads that are just like running all the time. You know what I'm saying? But to that same effect, they also have pretty, you know, fashion forward um, line of products as well. The Speed Goat series I know is a rather slick model series of models uh, that are pretty popular and can be found on the likes of, you know, Livestock, Haven, Nomad. Um, they're carrying these shoes. But today the specific pick I'm talking about is a slide offering by Hoka. And it is a seems to be almost a kind of one piece injection molded slide. I want to say almost because based on the images I'm seeing, it does seem like there are two pieces glued together here. But you can imagine it, guys, as being your Yeezy Foam Runner-esque type thing. Uh, yeah, just like, you know, a single shot injection molded uh, slide. And I think what's particularly special about this uh, Hoka One 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 is... The comfort level. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about these, and I think they just have a really, really uh, serious. Like you can see on on the pictures, the sole is very thick, very cushioned. They seem like they would be very comfortable. They are called the Aura Recovery Slides, so you know they're definitely meant for um, 
like post-race just recovery if you will or doesn't necessarily have to be running or racing it can be you know whatever other exercise you're doing these i know are also offered um in other colors i mean here on livestock we're looking at the triple black colorway essentially but i know that hoka definitely offers them in some more much vibrant colors um because uh hoka is also known for like like their main line of running shoes and stuff are like pretty crazy out there colors so you can get i think i saw a picture on the gram the other day of this recovery slide in like a honestly like a miami beach almost colorway man like we're talking the crazy like fluorescent turquoise blue and then i think it was an orange to pop it off a very tropical colorway you know nice fun colorway but yeah i think just an awesome product for you know whether that be around the house or when it starts to warm up you know out and about definitely a product to, to look into if you're looking for a comfy pair of slides nice very functional yeah i've actually held these in livestock too i believe these were there in the summer or whatever do you, do you remember do you remember the story with these buddy that guy who came in I, vaguely i was just going to okay. comment on the fact that it feels like air like you can't feel them they're so light they're super light yeah that's another thing you cannot feel them when you pick them up it's really trippy it's like holding a piece of paper when we went to see them this in this incident that brett's talking about there was a gentleman who had walked in and i think he was with some buddies he had like crazy he was definitely a fashion boy all right he had like crazy buzzed hair like dyed pink or something i don't know he had like sunglasses on inside like he was just like some real d-bag vibes all right guys i'm not gonna lie buddy <laughs> in brett you're gonna remember this now sorry jalen blaming everybody today i was gonna blaming say everybody. do you want to be right oh, oh man. Man. Maybe not. buddy pulls up <laughs> and like yo listen i have pairs of women's shoes and stuff like i i have pairs of women's pants i don't like i have nothing against wearing feminine clothing okay this guy pulls up in like the super fuzzy uggs uh, ugg slides platform oh, you remember this brett vaguely it's i still don't remember much. he pulls up in the in the the fuzzy platform ugg slides which is already like crazy statement like okay lol buddy comes in like in a tizzy like making a lot of noise and is like goes immediately to these slides goes straight to the wall grabs a pair of slides off the wall and is like yo like buddy who's working there or whatever like he was pretty rude like get me a pair of these and a whatever and like i don't know the guy looked like he was probably off his rocker or something but i'll never forget that it was hilarious just like a like almost like a jay balvin looking guy you know like okay, it all came back to me it all just came back to me and yeah. then he put he put his ugg slippers in, in the, the hoka. Yes, in the hoka box and he walked out in the slides and Here then he I, I wear my shoes or something like that that's, that's how comfy these are guys but he announced that to the store yeah, I was the guy was all the guy was on. Yeah, and he was in a big like furry mink, I think. Yeah, he was that he was a he was out there. He, he was out there for sure. Oh, sounds powerful. It was just, it was a very large fit. Yeah, it was a very large fit. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of large yeah. things, Jalen, this is a big book you got for us, right? Oh yeah. Okay, that sounds not that, that great. But... I don't know what you're trying to say there, bud. But <laughs> uh, the worst segue. <laughs> Uh, I'm back with another book that maybe you would want to get for someone for Christmas. This one is much cheaper than the one I had last week, and you can just buy it from Indigo, so a little more accessible also. Uh, it is the Complex Sneaker of the Year, uh, but it's the best since 85 uh, book. So not just this year, but a collection of 
sneakers uh, over the past 35 years. So she's, she's pretty thicky. I think this book is much more appealing than the uh, Sneaker Freaker one that I own, maybe because it's black and white with little hits of gold because I took the sleeve off of my Sneaker Freaker one almost immediately because it was so garish and flashy. The, the collab book, are you talking about? Uh, no, the sneaker. No, it's got a Chicago like, on the front. Yeah, it has a Chicago on the front, but the sleeve itself is gold foil. Hot, hot, hot gold. Oh like, yeah, bright yeah. gold. Yeah, it's was that not it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I actually don't know where that sleeve is. I don't know if I threw it out, which feels kind of blasphemous. I don't feel like I did that. But this one is much more attractive. Uh, easier to sleeve on your coffee table for that whole vibe that we're all trying to set with these gifts. Oh my god! Um, at a nice price point of forty-four bucks, so not not bad. Um, I don't yeah. know. I feel like a book is a nice gift to give someone, even if Brett, you said I don't know if you'd actually go through it to read, read it, but it's a cool to flip through, nice to show, nice nice item to show that you're you know kind of into shoes. Yeah, I'm into so, shits. Yeah, so yeah, it, you know. In the spirit of complete honesty, this has entered and left my uh, Amazon cart many a time. In the hmm. last couple yeah, of I've debated getting this. Nabs, okay, for all the listeners out there, please let's do our best to not support Amazon. I can't stress this enough. Fuck, <laughs> Nabs, just order it on Indigo, okay? Please, bro. Not to get too political, regardless <laughs> of where orders it from. Like, bro, support your girl Heather, okay, Nabs. I don't like Heather, but let's not get into this. <laughs> Anyways, I'm astounded this book is so cheap, to be honest, guys. Yeah. Me too. As a hardcover, um, $44. I don't know how big the book is. I don't know how many pages. It, it's a pretty big book. Ooh. Like I think – I can't remember where, but Joe LaPuma definitely showed this on uh, on Complex's YouTube channel. Not as a review, but he just like – showed a, a subtle glance of it and it's it, it, like it's not thick but it's just a it's it's a big book i'm yeah the price point is amazing i'm so glad they got it to like be that affordable that's that's amazing and yeah i really want to i definitely want to get my hands on this book too if you guys listen to the complex sneaker podcast they talked a lot about how much work they put into this book and uh just yeah some behind the scenes stories i guess of it so Definitely uh, something I'm looking to pick up for sure. Yeah, I heard the uh, autograph copies uh, sold out in Complex Land pretty quickly. Oh yeah, did the all the clowns uh, autograph it? <laughs> I, I know Joe, like all the sneaker podcast hosts, Joe, uh, Brendan, and uh, and wealthy. Yeah, the two biggest clowns ever, Wealthy and Dean. Yeah, definitely uh, signed theirs. So I, I don't know who else might have signed it. But yeah, it, it sold out pretty quickly, which was crazy. No, definitely a book that I want to have. Uh, again, kind of supporting Jason's point there, $44 for this is astounding because I feel like you could have charged 90 to 100 and it would still sell out uh, given the fact that it's a complex issue as well. Uh, super cool yeah. concept, you know, taking it all the way back to 85, like super wild. Uh, obviously, I... I, I I don't know. That just seems like such a hard like book to put together as an author slash authors. I don't know how long this took them to create, but I feel like it was ages. Uh, at, at least a year is my bet. At least yeah, I mean, I, that's just like a lot of research. Um, and this is, you know, it's one of those instances where like you think you know the best sneaker since 85, but do you really? So I just feel like a lot of research and time was put into it. 
so yeah, shout out Complex for this one. Anybody listening that is feeling super generous, please. <laughs> I would love this for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to get this for us, you know, clearly we're all interested. Nabil having put it in and out of his cart. Yeah, don't now, buy it from Amazon roll, and give it to us. <laughs> why don't you load four into the cart, buddy? And I'll, I'll you can order on Amazon. I'll let you. I'll let you do it this time. <laughs> and uh, hit that hit that checkout button for us, bud. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll, we'll see. You know I me. Mean? I have to have, find the right place in my. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Brett, take it away. Yeah. So, um, I had a few ideas. I didn't really want to go super expensive, just because I know at the end of the day, if we're calling it a Secret Santa episode, um, nobody's spending three hundred dollars in a Secret Secret Santa, or at least none of my friends are. But yeah, so I tried my best to find a, an accessory and a shoe, both of which were under $100. So my shoe pick, actually, I was super surprised with uh, in terms of these still being available. It's the Adidas by Human Made uh, Campus. They're all the same price. I'm specifically talking about the light blue colorway. Uh, that's my personal favorite. I know the, uh, I believe the rivalry lows in both the kind of you know, Jamaica kind of colorway and that green, yellow, and brown is still available. Uh, I don't know about the Neapolitan colorway. I think those are a little bit more expensive at 120, but the campus is specifically, you're getting just really nice, smooth suede on a really classic model in what I think is a really cool blue color. Super wearable, very like chalky, pastel-y. Full size run available for $95 Canadian before shipping. So, but these are, I mean... Uh, down from 190 Canadian, huge seals, full size run. And if you've got $100 to play with, I personally think this is one of your best bets in terms of footwear. That and the 8,000s that Nubiel suggested. Yeah, I mean, I, t- I talked about this, I think, two or three episodes ago. The I really like a lot of the shoes with the uh, Human Made collab with Adidas. The thing that deters me from this the oh is the word right <laughs> the other shoes was the yeah the wording on the on the lateral side gears for features to teenagers i just i personally just don't vibe with that like if you if if it's not wrong for anyone else like feel free you do you but like brett said great price point it seems like really great materials for the price yeah i, I don't think this can really take you wrong from a objective shoe perspective i just really likes these that's true Sorry, Jason. I said uh, Adidas Compass, best shoe. Um, yeah, best shoe. That's Nigo, um, who's famously said that he loves the Adidas Campus. And that's probably why they worked on it. I love this uh, shoe. Yeah, super simple, super easy to wear. Probably go with everything. I'm a suede guy till I die, so love that. And uh, like you say, this blue is great. This like baby blue, kind of like a powder blue maybe. But yeah, it's great. Love this blue. Great shade of blue. And like $95, if we're talking about, you know, quote unquote, dipping your shoe, uh, dipping your toes into the sneaker market, you know, mm-hmm. dollar for dollar, I feel like this is one of your best bets. It's, you Absolutely. know, it's a, it's a very renowned model. You know, campus is a big dog for sure. Like everybody needs a pair of campuses in their rotation. Uh, you've got that nice human made hit um, on the heel, I believe, in the white yep. leather heel unit. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, super simplistic, very versatile. You get a nice bright colorway. I believe they have a green and a black as well uh, in terms of the suede specifically. Um, and they're all just super wearable and you get, you know, just a really nice color selection as well. And I think a little something for anybody that you might be buying for. 
Um, and all of them in general are really cheap. Like I said, I think the rivalries are only like 120. So, Yeah, for sure. I think core messages, don't sleep on Adidas uh, this Christmas. Chances are you're going to get uh, a lot of deals and steals. Absolutely. And then, like I said, for anybody that might be balling out, you could go back and buy Jason's Jason Mark suede kit with yeah, these shoes. If you're and really- then whoever you're buying for a set, they can step in puddles without being scared. Because it'll come out because you have a suede eraser <laughs> that you should not use on suede. <laughs> Don't <laughs> use it on the floor. Uh, <laughs> do you remember those Fear God vans that I had way back? The slip ons, the 47s? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so I actually, that was the first time I used this, uh, that suede kit. And oh, I yeah. can't even remember what the dirt was. I just remember it. I learned the hard way in the sense that you can't be, you can't brush too hard because it takes the suede right off. It's a very like gentle process. You can't yeah, be too aggressive with it. Oh no. Yeah. So I just remember selling them to a local Toronto, Toronto shop with like just black, like almost suede burn marks in the heel from repressing too hard. And it was just, it just, after that, I just couldn't wear it. I, I, I couldn't wear them after that. It's all I looked at. It's all I focused on. So, you know, it just, just don't get your suede shoes dirty. Yeah, wear them on dry days. Check the forecast. <laughs> Go listen to Jim Jones. See what he has to say about the weather. Exactly. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, on that note, that's our episode for today. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen through to the end of this week's episode. Please tune in again next week and give us a follow on Instagram at Sneakersons with a Z or Z if you're Canadian. Full disclaimer: Sneakersons is recorded before a live studio audience, and all the thoughts, queries, and qualms we discussed on the pod are our own opinions. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody, this week. Take it easy. Peace. Peace. Happy holidays. Especially my opinions. Yes. (laughs) Especially Jason's. Peace out, everybody.